And what I'm calling today's word is the prayer of peace. There's a beautiful scripture of our spiritual communion with God in Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. And it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Now that's going to be a key scripture today. And when I say key, I mean that is going to unlock something that helps us to know how to actually live this, how to pray and be giving thanks at the same time, letting the peace of God guard us in our hearts and minds. And that's the promise, guarding and protecting our hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. That is what overcomes the anxiety that God's appealing to us graciously, saying, be not anxious for anything. He's not trying to demand anything, but he's, everything that God gives is on offer. You know that? Everything is on offer. It's opt-in or opt-out. He doesn't demand that you do something, but he says, here is what I have for you about your anxiety. So the protection of our hearts and minds through Jesus Christ is what overcomes the anxiety of a busy mind and a fretful heart that burdens our souls. And that's what allows us to pray the prayer of faith with thanksgiving in any situation. The Greek word for anxious is marimmeo, which means to be overly troubled by too many concerns and needs at the one time, or all the time. Whether these concerns are our own or for others that we care for. This scripture, as I said, it's a gracious appeal from God's spirit to our spirit. And our spirit is made up of our mind and our heart. That's what your spirit is. Between that mind and between that heart, there are hundreds and thousands of functions, but they are the components of our spirit, our mind and our heart. But to get through to our spirit, to our mind and heart, in the deepest place in our spirit, God has to get past our soul. And it's our souls that get overcrowded with too many soulish thoughts of the mind and distressing feelings of the heart. And they fight for priority to get attention. And that's what causes anxiety. All of that that is happening in the soul. But God's wanting to get through to us. So our communion with God is spirit to spirit. It opens the way for God to speak into our minds and renew our minds in the spirit. The Bible says be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Because it's in the mind we will receive his truth. But it's also in the mind where we can hear a lot of lies. And what we do with what comes into our mind ends up being expressed in our soul. So that truth that comes from the spiritual renewal of our mind informs our heart with a faith that believes and trusts in God and in his goodwill and purpose for us in our prayer for our needs. 
So can you see that in our spirit we have the mind and the heart. As the mind in our spirit, our spiritual being renewed in the spirit of our mind as we receive his truth, then that changes what is being expressed in our soul. As we receive that faith which is informed in the heart by our mind, that is what causes us now to have a different desire in our hearts and to trust and to believe God. And that becomes expressed in the soul. And so that's a process of the healing of that soul. And that is basically and simply what the process is of being lifted above anxiety. But let's look further at it. I want to give you a, a little, what I call a fridge-hanging saying. The truth that our mind perceives informs what the heart believes. I'm going to say that again. The truth that our mind perceives informs what the heart believes. If you really get that into your understanding, comprehension, it can keep us focused on what God wants us to know and what he wants us to believe. Now the old devil will try and tell you other things that you should know. The world will tell you a thousand things that you should know. The serpent told Eve what he thought she should know and he disparaged the nature of God. Lo and behold, they, they went and believed him and made a mess of the human soul. Now, I believe that this scripture about prayer is a key logos word of God regarding how we can have peace and thanksgiving in our prayer. And in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, the Bible speaks about that Logos word. There are certain scriptures that are Logos words in the sense that the word Logos means the, the creative design of God for his purposes. In the beginning was the word, created everything. And there are certain words that have got a creative design in them, like that scripture about the mind and the heart being guarded and protected, that actually bring about other outcomes that are godly in our lives and have application in many other scriptures. And, and the scripture makes it clear in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. It speaks about that Logos word of God. It's like a sword that is able to divide between the soul and the spirit. That's it. That's that word in action. I pray that that scripture I first read about the peace of God guarding and protecting your hearts and minds will be something that is actually able to divide you, soul and spirit, so that you can bring the adjustment and the outcomes and find the rest of faith, not the anxiety of the soulish mind. There's always a purpose in the things that God puts before us on offer. So we need to have that Logos word so we can understand what's happening in our soul and in our spirit. Our anxiety is in the soul, but the prayer of faith is in the spirit. That's where God speaks to us. That's where he connects to the human creation. So that scripture gives us an example of a sword word or a word sword piercing between the soul and the spirit. It also gives us another picture. It says piercing between joints and marrow. This is in Hebrews 4.12. The outside of a joint bone is like the soul and the marrow 
on the inside is like the spirit, the real life-giving substance of the bone. It's all about the inside life and the outside life. Prayer is not just about trying to fix up the outside problems. And we see them all about us. The world is inundated, being overwhelmed with problems that are really unsolvable. But God knows how to reorder his creation, every single part of it. So it's not just trying to fix the outside problems ourselves, but it's about how God reorders us on the inside for us to see his will and for us to receive what he's faithfully putting in place for us. He's the one doing the work. He's working in the marrow area, spirit to spirit. Good marrow means strong bones. So we get that word from God in the sense that he's saying, trust me, believe that I'm at work for you in this situation. Give me thanks now while you're still asking for the needs and concerns to be met. And even if a bone gets broken, what our souls often do, it'll heal well if the marrow is good. God's speaking to us spirit to spirit this morning. That's our communion. We have communion spirit to spirit. Now, our souls can become overwhelmed by the outer chaos and disorder around us. We can even see it within us. But our spirit, joined to God's spirit, is strengthened by the truth and order and promise of the good things of God that he's got in store for us. Now, they are in store. He's not thinking... Oh, well, I hope I've got something good for this person. It's, it's already on offer waiting for us to trust it and wait for him to bring it to pass, that good thing. And again, it's opt-in or opt-out. Well, I can't wait, Lord. I think I'm, I'm just going to have to sort this out myself. I've got a better idea. Being patient doesn't work. Makes me feel more anxious. God says, well, I'm teaching you to endure through this. Trust me. I mean, he says in his word, there's a lovely scripture in Ephesians that speaks about making melody in your heart, giving thanks always in all things to God. And he goes on, Paul writes in another place, he said, all things are of God and they are for your sakes. So God is wanting to do us the favour and we can say, all right, I'll trust you. And he says, this time? Yeah, this, t- this time. <laughs> I got halfway last time. <laughs> this can help us because the scripture that I read in the first place about the prayer of peace says that he is going to guard our hearts and minds. That scripture about dividing between the soul and the spirit and between the bones and the marrow Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 also says that that word is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The thoughts are in the mind, the intents or the desires are in the heart. So God is doing the dividing word. The word divides, the word divides and we let it do that. If we can know what's going on in our disturbed soul, 
then we can exercise faith in our spirit. How do you exercise faith in your spirit? You get informed of truth and that truth informs your heart and that heart believes and that's how you exercise faith in the spirit. You believe truth, totally. You give yourself to that truth. And what you're believing is that Jesus is dealing with those needs and concerns that try to overwhelm ourselves. He's meeting these in a way that only he can and we can't. And at some point he'll convince us to give up trying to solve everything because faith is about his way of doing it, not ours. That's why he's got the freedom and the confidence to say, don't be anxious for things. I'm, I'm doing it all. And in that way, our souls can be at rest. Not laziness. We're still actively doing things. We now pursue what is right and good for us to do. But it's not out of anxiety. It's not being overcrowded with a million things. It's having a focus on one or two good things. The promise of the prayer of peace is that God will guard our hearts and minds through Jesus. Very simple promise. So just in summing up, we say that's why he tells us, bring these things to him with thanksgiving. And, again, to bring the point home, thanksgiving for what? For the outcome that I want? No, thanksgiving that Jesus will intercede with the Father on our behalf, which is what he lives to do, according to God's will for our lives. I can have faith for that, because that's what God wants to do. So that means he's reordering our prayer. Oh, but God, this is my prayer. This is what I want. Yeah, well, this is my prayer. This is what I want for you. Well, do you think that's better than what I want? Ah, uh, yeah. Here's outcome. And that is not what our stressed or demanding souls would force into action if we could have the things our way and not his. That is the peace that surpasses all understanding. Amen.